Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day, or more likely Ole Miss every day. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I am here with Brian Smith, the Locked On recruiting guru, and we're going to do our weekly update on what's going on in recruiting. And Brian, I'm going to tell you right now, and we're not going to get into it too much because the full interview is going to air tomorrow. But I talked to Jeffrey Rush, and he mentioned that he was up to 265 pounds. That is about a weight that I expect him to contribute as a true freshman. He's pretty excited. And wh- what do you think about that, and where does, where does that let your mind go? That means he's putting on weight gradually and not just trying to get too bulky. Hmm. I mean, he's a kid that can still play on the edge at that size because he's so freaking athletic. I think he's – a pretty good argument for the best player in the state of Mississippi and his twitchiness for his size when he was around 250 was pretty good. If he put on just 15 pounds, just kind of gradually. That's a good sign. Probably going to be an Ole Miss strong side defensive end at some point. Yeah, I would think so. And like the commitment that Ole Miss just got and they've, they've put together a pretty good defensive line class already and it could get a little bit better. We do have a little bit more information on Camary and Franklin, as we know, Tennessee, Miami, and Ole Miss has been in this, but I hear another school is kind of kind of around. Yeah, that, that would be Auburn, um, which when has Auburn not recruited the state of Mississippi is probably the better question. They, you know, they've always done it. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And they're trying to get him to come to campus, take visits, et cetera. And you and I have both said for a long time that we thought Franklin's recruitment would probably go pretty far. This just leads me to believe that we're not going to know much until National Signing Day. Yeah, this is going to be one of those situations, almost like a Nicobe Dean, where you just don't know until signing day, and then we all just get to wait and see. I I couldn't agree more. And at this point, I'm not going to guess anymore. Whatever mm. I think he's going to do doesn't happen, so I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey Rush did say when I interviewed him that he's putting a ton of effort into recruiting Camarion Franklin to Ole Miss, but I'm sure other recruits are recruiting Camarion Franklin for their school as well. <laughs> that is very much a guarantee. That I agree with 100%. <laughs> that is Lock City right there, brother. Lock yeah, City. I'm telling you, man. I, this is the type of analyst people come here for. It, it, <laughs> it's fantastic stuff. Now, all right, let's 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 change gears just a little bit. And – Damon Williams decommitted from Ole Miss. Now, my first question is, does that affect Dylan Hip as a prospect? Because they're both from Arizona. It's never been said that they're boys or anything they're together in any way. But the fact that they're both from Arizona and that both from that area, it makes you wonder. How would it not? Hmm. That's kind of my first thought. Now, I'm not saying they hang out and go to the gym together or whatever. But it's kind of cool when a guy from your area is also looking at another out-of-state school like you. When he decommits, especially when you know quarterback is attached to tight end. That's, I mean, how could that be a positive? That's that's how I would look at it. Now, I'm not saying I know where Hip's going to school. I'm not saying he still wouldn't consider Ole Miss because they've done a tremendous job with big receivers and tight ends since Lane has been there. That's not in dispute. But comfort is a big part of recruiting, too. You want to know the guy you're going to go play with, especially if it's your quarterback. That's a big deal. And now he's kind of in limbo about if I go to Ole Miss, who's my signal caller going to be? Hmm. Yeah, and you have a situation at Ole Miss, and this is, I think, 
like I said, I think, I do not know. I'm not sourced on this at all. Um, but if you look at it, Austin Simmons coming in probably affected DeMond Williams in some way. When you, when you look at the quarterbacks that are at Ole Miss, if Jackson Dart has a great year and goes pro after this year and it gets turned over to Walker Howard, Walker Howard is officially in his contract year, which means if he then goes pro immediately, then it goes on to Austin Simmons. It, it, there's a nice little assembly line they built but that can't be good whenever you're trying to get somebody to sign up. No, quarterbacks, I would say it's probably the most volatile position in the transfer portal area. It's just, you know, it's nobody's fault, but there's generally just one guy playing and people have zero patience. Those two things don't go well together, and Williams would have been technically fourth string. That's rough. I get it. But, you know, like you said, maybe Dart would have turned pro. Even then, like, he didn't want to be third team really either. So it is what it is, man. You just recruit the best players you can. And like, look, I've seen the kid we're talking about here. Lefty uh, throws 94 mile an hour off the bump too. I mean, he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Smart kid. Austin has all the tools. I get why Lane took him. I'm not mad, but if Williams wants to go, so be it. You know, it mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah, and then honestly, I that's probably I don't want to say anything. I really like Demond Williams as a quarterback, but just like you said, with that strong arm and the passing tools that he has, that's a trade that's probably you have to make. Well, you also get him a year earlier, mm-hmm. so he's gaining the system now. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest determining factor if a quarterback is successful? It's here to here. You know, you have to learn the playbook. There is just absolutely no shortcut. It is super time consuming. He's going to be a year ahead in the playbook. DeMond probably knew he wasn't going to beat him out just based off that. And th- this is also true. I've seen him play several times. Simmons can spin it. it. He's not going to be a guy that's going to shy away from competition. So it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up beating somebody out down the line at Ole Miss too. Yeah, I'm expecting Simmons to flash this year in Oxford. You're going to hear stories in the backgrounds like, Jackson Dart looks good in practice, but man – that Austin Simmons guy had a pass in seven on seven or something like that. Oh, I, I guarantee it. Hmm. I've seen him play too many times. And he's, again, very talented football player, but he's also a kid that had like a five, six GPA. He's going to pick up the playbook a little faster than most kids. So, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. So when Demond Williams, like, decommitted from Ole Miss – Ole Miss immediately offered two quarterbacks, one that was mostly Constance's name, and I have no chance to pronounce it right now. But the other one is Trevor Jackson, and he's in our neck of the woods over in Winter Garden. And this is a guy, whenever I put his film on, I was relatively impressed and can see why he is blowing up at the moment. Trevor Jackson is now at Jones High School in downtown Orlando. He can run around and be an athlete. If you wanted to play receiver, he could play college receiver. He's, he's a really good athlete. But his improvement over the last year or so is insane. He was one of the better quarterbacks in the country in the Elite 11. He made it to the finals. He was a top 10 guy. And if you're in that group, I mean, anywhere in the top 10, I mean, you're a dude. He just developed later than some other guys. So his offer list didn't pick up until later. But he does have Ole Miss now. He's got Pittsburgh. He's got UCLA. Very strange list for a kid from Orlando, but the local schools had already picked up quarterbacks. So it's it's wide open on where he's going to go. I sent him a message the other day. He said he had just gotten UCLA. I don't think at that point Ole Miss had, had offered him, but 
tomorrow if I message him, he might tell me he got somebody else too. It's really random. But if they're going to get a quarterback now, there's not as many options at Ole Miss to get a kid with this much upside. Kiffin would do quite well. Yeah, I'm planning on I think on September the 19th or something, and that they play Kissimmee. Uh, I think I'm well, going to go Osceola, over. Yeah, that game yes. will be great. That that game will be fantastic. Absolutely. It, and September 22nd, I'm going down to Sebring High School to um, watch them play Clearwater Central Catholic because this season I'm going to get involved. I'm going to put on my recruiting hat, and I'm going to see some Ole Miss commits because down here in Central Florida now, there's some players that are committed. There's some players that might be interested that might be worth a watch. Oh, they look, Kiffin loves the state of Florida. He knows the talent down here. He's not, he's not a fool. I guarantee you every year there's going to be a couple of kids that sign with the Rebels from the Sunshine State. There's no reason you wouldn't recruit it. Why Why not? So, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's a good time to go to these games anyway, get a better idea and feel for them. But, man, the football down here is so much fun. Why would you not enjoy it? Yeah, it's going to be fun to go down to 27 to Sebring because that's, that's past Lake Wells. And from what I understand, there's just nothing down there. Oh, 100%. I have been there. <laughs> it's just fishing community. Literally, yeah. that's it. There's nothing else there. So it should be pretty good. Anyway, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC. Go over to Brian Smith's um, YouTube page as well. Give it a subscribe, the Florida Football Scout. Um, look at that. There's stuff that does breakdowns all the time. He's a good follow. You can go on um, YouTube and follow him there. Um, Brian, thank you so much for stopping by and doing this, and we'll see you next week, bud. All right, buddy. Have a great time. All right, you too.